Tired from staying up too late? No. How many saw the New Year come in? I happened to wake up at 12 o'clock so I got to see it. Okay, we're glad to see everyone here this morning. Um, announcement for this morning. Uh, be sure, if you have not, go to the back and see if you have Christmas cards. Get those out of your boxes um, and get those home. There were some lovely Christmas cards from folks this year, and I do appreciate all that we received. Um, I just saw a picture. This guy with this dark beard. His mustache. So I want to say um, happy anniversary to Mr. Gary yesterday. Uh, we had an anniversary coming here. Congratulations. I just had to What a difference 28 years would be, right? Um, so our announcement. Okay, so immediately after work today, we to help us take down the regulations. Uh, we have that good work.
Jessica, is there a way that we could still help with this group throughout the year, not just at Christmas? So if we have any questions, we can see you about all that. Okay. Thank you. We do appreciate all that you do to help with that the, uh, ministry there. Anybody else have any announcements? If not, we'll open with our um, verse, our scripture verse this morning. I'm going to start with Psalms 1. The way of the righteous and the wicked. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the ways of sinners. Or sits in the seats of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields in its fruit yields its fruit in its season, and its, its leaf does not wither. In all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Now, if you'll join with me, we will sing our first hymn, um, 358, Love Divine, I'll Love Itself. Please stand.
You may be seated. Okay, let's do our Apostles' Creed, and then we will do our doxology. The Apostles' Creed. God, Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended in heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And she shall come to judge the quick and the dead, even the Holy Ghost. The Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body, and life everlasting. with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this place in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So, I want to talk about this idea of obtaining access. I have a question for you. When you want something, who you ask? Mom, mom and dad, did you ask your mom first? Right. That's a big question at your age. Why do I always need to sleep? There's naps, there's bedtime, there's all kinds of stuff. I get it. It's a big question. But if you wanted something, you wanted something, who's the first person you go? Oh, you asked the first one. That's very exciting. What if it's a drink of water? Do you ask God for that? You just get it yourself. You're big enough. Well, what if you wanted something on a tall shelf? Have a chair and get it. These are very self-sufficient people. This is not going the way I anticipated at all. 
what if you saw something in the store that you wanted to have? Ask your mom. What if you don't have your own money with you? You did. I bet that was amazing. Yes. I bet that was wonderful. So you asked your mom. Is there a reason you asked your mom instead of your dad? You asked both. That was very diplomatic. <laughs> so, so if we need to ask God for something, how do we ask God for those things? We pray. That's right. And pray, is praying just about asking God for things? No. No. Why do we pray? What's the point of praying? It helps us to worship God. What else? It, it gives us an opportunity to talk to God. What else? What kinds of things do we talk to God about when we pray? God does give us a new heart. Okay, so that's one thing that we might ask for when we pray, right? We might ask God to change our hearts about something or to give us a new heart if we need one, right? That's the thing we would ask God about. What other kinds of things do we say when we pray? In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, why do we say that? Because it's Jesus' name. Is that like just like like our walkie-talkie code, like over and out, how we just end a prayer? No. No. Why do you say that? Okay, amen means it's true. That's good. That's good. That's right. Okay, so when we end a prayer with amen, right, we're, we're telling God that these are true things, that we're asking of him, that we're saying to him, and that hopefully he's telling us. When we're praying with you, that this prayer is an opportunity not just for us to talk to God, but for us to listen to God. Right? Yes. That's it. So we're in Satan. This is when we pray. When we're talking to God, that's for us to talk to Jesus at the same time. And we also say, in Jesus' name, we pray. Because. Jesus is the reason that God to us. That's what this is talking about here, about that we have access by faith. Okay? That, that God listens to us because we love Jesus. And because when we go and talk to God, because Jesus is there, where? In the apostles, they literally say to Jesus, instead of on the on the right hand of God. Right? But Jesus is right there, next to God the Father the whole time, praying for us, talking to God about us. Right? And so when we pray, when we say that we're praying in Jesus' name, we know that Jesus is right there, giving our advocate. That's why we Thank you so much for your work. Thank you for being a God who loves us, who takes care of us, who keeps his promises to us, and who gives us a way that we can 
ideas, these images come to mind when we read in Scripture that we have to see God. fighting and no more disputes over land and no more threats of nuclear holocaust, none of it. Shalom would mean an inward feeling of peace because all worries and all fears and anxiety and pain would be gone. Shalom means more than quiet. There is a rest from our struggles and our work and our trials and our Have it. 
having stood through our Lord Jesus Christ, because of what he's done, because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, we have this peace with God. It's a beautiful truth to realize that our sins are I think for us to be declared like this is a wonderful blessing. We can't minimize that or take it away, take away back from the gospel. But then to add, on top of forgiveness of sins, on top of all past failures and all future failures and all present failures being forgiven,
because we have been justified by faith, we have access to stand grace. Because we have been justified by faith, we have access to stand in grace. Exactly 
God's all-powerful omniscience was directed against Jesus. He had his arrows on the bow, the string pulled back, you in his sight, and the full power and omnipotence, omnipotence of Almighty God was directed against Jesus. He told us, your sister was different to take the aim of God's bow and direct this to him on the cross. Taking you out of the line of fire and yourself. The arrow stops. Take the full blood. Wrap God's strange and spread and you will be satisfied unloaded
this morning because it is the first of the year. Even though we, we're still responding to the 60,000 years by taking it, uh, we're going to take this one to
remember what Christ has done. Remember what he has promised to do. Let's stand and sing our closing hymn this morning. It is hymn 345. Jesus calls us for the Please stand and sing. Thank you. 